Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pagani, joined alongside 24th ranked prospect for this year's NHL 2020 draft, Ty Smolanik. Ty, how are you today? Uh, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks for coming on. You know, it's always a pleasure. Now, lots of people have been uh, turning towards Netflix during this pandemic. What have you been doing doing during quarantine? Uh, I mean, especially when quarantine was fresh and you couldn't do anything, things are starting to loosen up. But, uh, I mean, it was it was difficult. Like, lifting, I had to go to uh, my old school and just go on the field and do, like, bodyweight stuff the best I could. And then uh, I couldn't skate for, like, three months. Nothing was open. So I was just shooting my basement, skating my basement. Some synthetic ice down there. So, I mean, I was just trying to stay busy there. And, obviously, Netflix is kind of a big part of everyone's life right now. So I definitely got through some good shows and stuff. Have you been busy with, uh, or have you been keeping busy with watching other sports that have returned? Um, not too much, just for the fact I, um, hockey's the number one thing. I love football, basketball, those are probably my three biggest. So, I mean, like, European soccer, I don't really watch too much of that stuff. But, I mean, I watched actually a game today. But uh, more, more or less just kind of a hockey, baseball, football, basketball type of guy. Let's get into your story a bit. Uh, growing up in Denver, uh, did you cheer for the Avalanche as a kid? Yeah, I mean, the Avalanche is kind of what got me into hockey. I, they came to Colorado in 96, and my parents actually, uh, they didn't know anything about hockey because hockey wasn't a big thing in Colorado. So, I mean, uh, they won the Cup in 96, and then the rivalry with the Red Wings kind of sparked and got a lot of people in Colorado interested in hockey. And uh, my parents were one of them, and uh, – Bought season tickets later on. I think they had season tickets like 99 season and all the way up until 2018-19. So, I mean, I kind of just fell in love going to games with my family. When I Ever since I was born, I went to games and uh, sat on my parents' lap and watched the game. And that's more or less how I fell in love with the game, per se. And like you said, you cheer for uh, – you like the NBA and MLB as well. Uh, did you cheer for uh, the Broncos and the Rockies since you grew up in Denver? Yeah, I'm a hundred percent Colorado, and I uh, I choose or I cheer for the Nuggets. I cheer for Broncos, Rockies. With hockey, actually, I'm more open minded just because obviously the draft is coming up, and <laughs> uh, more than likely it won't be that when it's taking me. So I gotta be uh, pretty open minded. But uh, the other three sports, I'm a diehard uh, Colorado fan. So, like you said, Colorado kind of got you into uh, hockey. Was there another influence, or was it just solely watching called the Colorado Avalanche? No, I mean, mostly it, it was basically watching Colorado Avalanche because uh, none of my siblings played hockey growing up. My parents, no one, no one in my family played hockey. So, I mean, there wasn't anyone to kind of lean me that way. So just going to the games with them and watching hockey and kind of falling in love with it, that's, that's more or less what did it for me. How flashy is Nathan McKinnon? I'm assuming you went to see him play. Yeah, I mean, obviously I saw him play from when he was drafted all the way up until where he is now, arguably top three player in the league. So, I mean, gosh, when he, when his uh, wheels are moving, he's probably the fastest guy in the NHL, if, or if not up there. So, I mean, he's he's fun to watch. I love to watch him, especially, like, I mean, every night when the game seemed like he was getting two, three points. So, I mean, he's he's definitely something some, or someone I like to watch, and I feel I'm a fast player. He's pretty fast, too, so kind of emulate his game a little bit, too. Well, going with that emulating point there, is there a player growing up who you wanted to model your game after? Um, it actually wasn't him. I recent years it's been more uh, Dylan Larkin, just for the fact we play Nathan McKenna kind of skates a different way, and I feel like I skate more like a 
Dylan Larkin and kind of have the same tendencies. He's a little more – he has a little bit more of an edge to his game. I'm trying to develop into mine, but I think similarities, there. there's a lot there. So, Would you be able to speak upon your road to where you are today? Yeah, where I am today, I mean, obviously growing up in Colorado and uh, um, actually grew up in a small town called Elizabeth, Colorado, which is about an hour south of Denver. I mean, it's a, it's a country town. We have the Stampede. That's really all we have. And um, don't have a rink. The closest rink from my house growing up was about 45, 50 minutes away. So, I mean, made the trek up to the rink with my dad every day, just long drives. But, I mean, uh, those are some of my fondest memories, just driving up there with my dad, talking, watching – watching TV while it was, whatever it was, uh, those are some good memories I'm not going to forget. So, every kid, every kid dreams of being drafted into the NHL. What would it mean for you with all the hard work they've uh, put in to be drafted? Oh, obviously, like, that's been a goal of mine since I could think about. Um, being a little kid, obviously, as a little kid, you always dreamed about it. You like, even up until I was probably 15, 16, all it was really was a dream because you don't know if it's going to happen. You just hope. And now that's kind of becoming a reality, knowing I will get drafted, but not knowing when. But now it being reality, it's just kind of surreal seeing all those years of just dreaming about it. And now it's actually it's going to happen. So, I mean, it's everything to me. It's big, big thing for my parents. They're going to be really proud of me and everyone that's helped me. So I couldn't be more excited for that moment. What skills do you bring to the team that drafts you? Uh, for sure, the first thing would be my speed. I kind of touched on that earlier is I like to play fast. That's kind of the way the NHL is going in uh, recent years. It's a fast league, and um, that's definitely what I bring to the table. I have a pretty good shot, say. I work on my shot a lot. That's kind of something I take pride in. But uh, I actually look at myself more of a pass-first guy. I like to get my teammates involved. I like I like assists. Assists are fun, especially when you're playing with a goal scorer. They give it to you quite a bit but I mean that's what I'd bring to the table just kind of someone who a 200 foot centerman that's going to do whatever it takes to make it to the top league and stay there. During the season you got 22 points in 34 games during the development program portion and you actually dealt with multiple injuries. How have mm -hmm. those injuries recovered and how do you get to the same level that you were at before? Yeah I mean those uh, injuries recovered actually I fell 100% once the season ended uh, abruptly so I mean that was pretty that was rough, but I mean, yeah, it was a tough year for me, obviously playing with injuries or recovering from injuries. It was like, I felt really the whole year I probably played five to 10 games healthy, a hundred percent. So, I mean, it's just, it's rough, especially with it being my draft year. I don't think I got to showcase to the world who Tyson Mike really was, but that's just more motivation com uh, coming into this next year. I really get to show who I am as a player and, and uh, show people who Tyson Mike really is. So I couldn't be more excited for this upcoming year. What does it mean for you to put on the USA jersey? Um, honestly, for me, it probably meant a little more than us, per se, Thomas Borlo, him being a Canadian kid. But uh, that's just a little shot at him. But, no, it was everything. Being an American kid, uh, as soon as I figured out what the, the national team was when I was 12, 13, that was a dream of mine. And uh, when I actually heard that I was going to be on the team and then uh, first time putting on the jersey for practice, for games, and just wearing it every day, it was just – really can't put words to explain how awesome it was. I mean, I got to represent my country. I got to represent my family on the back. So, I mean, that was for sure one of my best hockey moments playing for the national team. What would it feel like to make the World Juniors? I mean, obviously the World Juniors is such a highly touted showcase. Yeah, that's for sure a goal of mine. I mean, going to Quinnipiac next year, my goal is to hit the full running, help my team right away. Hopefully I get some games in before the NHL draft. I think that would help me a lot. But, um, 
just getting there, hitting the floor, running, help my teammates, and just be uh, really leaned on right when I get there. That way helps me uh, make the World Junior team, helps our team win games, and uh, if all that happens, it'll be good. Now, what would you say is a typical game day for you? Um, I'm not too superstitious. I mean, I like to stay focused. I like to do things in particular ways, but I mean, I'm not someone crazy. If someone touches my stick, I'm going to break their stick. So I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty relaxed about that, but, uh, no, I, I mean, I eat my pee or a pin bar jelly sandwich before the game, just kind of listen to headphones or listen to music on my headphones, take my stick on the bench, just small stuff like that to really get me dialed in and get me to play on my top level. Does the tape uh, job matter to you? Oh, actually, I'm pretty universal. I mean, uh, I'll switch it up. I like to do just half of it black, and then there's some games I'll do a full white sock on it. So, I mean, I, I switch it up quite a bit, and uh, I prefer the black tape, but, I mean, I'm pretty open-minded. If I'm going through a rough patch, I'll switch it up real quick. How do you make sure that raising your draft stock doesn't get to your head in which it affects your play? Yeah, I mean, I think I for sure did that at times this year, kind of let it affect my play, especially with injuries and playing with injuries. I felt like I had to do too much at times, and I definitely feel like that affected me. So, I mean, going into this year, obviously I'm putting some stress on myself. It's easy with everything that's going on. There's going to be stress on me, but um, I'm just trying to have fun with it. I mean, I couldn't be more excited to go Quinpiac. I'm excited to get there, get rolling with the guys, and um, if I play my game and I play to help the team win, everything will figure itself out. What's your biggest takeaway from this past season? Oh, just not necessarily physical adversity I went through, but more the mental us because uh, injuries is a part of the game. And I mean, everyone's going to get them. It's going to affect people in different ways. And for me, those were my first ones, first injuries that caused me to miss games. So, I mean, it was just the mental side, like sitting at home, watching your team play. And uh, it's a Saturday night. You're sitting on the couch watching them play. And that was hard for me to do this year is because I want to be there with the team. I want to, when they win, I want to be there with them. And even when they lost, I want to be there with them. So, I mean, it was just, it was rough. It was uh, hard mentally, but I think it grew me into a better person as a better player. Like you said, like you've been touching on, you're going, you're committed to Quinnipiac uh, University to further your hockey dreams. Mm -hmm. uh, did you ever get in contact with the players at Quinnipiac? Yeah. I mean, uh, there's one that lives about two minutes away from me where I live in Michigan and, uh, before I moved back up to Colorado, he was over almost every day for, for a while, and we were just shooting together, doing whatever we could so I could connect with them. Obviously, with Snapchat being a big thing, I Snapchat a few guys on the team, and I'm in the group chats just trying to get that cohesiveness as quickly as I can. And um, like I said, once I get there, that way there's no filling out process. I just get there, and I can show people who Tyson Rank is and help the team win. What will you be studying at Queen Piac University? Uh, right now, I'm, I'm deciding with business, but I mean, that might change. I'm not sold on that, but uh, as of now, it's going to be business. We'll see. We'll see if that changes, but yeah. Did you know that scouts would be in the game prior uh, to you lacing up the skates? Uh, I mean, like there's some games like the All-American Prospect game, or if you're playing a big game, our coach would kind of tell us like, you know, you know who's out there to just play your game, but um. Uh, no, I mean, it was always a question mark. You didn't know, but I just took it as every night there was scouts there, and 99% of the time there was NHL scouts there. So it, that, that part of the game was a little nerve-wracking, but uh, once you got through the first couple games of the year, it was kind of – it was cool to know that there's NHL, NHL teams watching me to uh, draft me in next year's draft. So it was kind of cool. Scouts have been, you know, raving about how good you are in your own end and how, you know, your transitions uh, to the cycle game in the Ozone – 
uh, you know, how that all comes together. Uh, is that something you take pride in? Uh, I'd say my defensive zone, maybe there's quite a bit of room to improve. Uh, I'm very offensive minded and sometimes that might uh, catch me. So, I mean, if I'm going to play in national hockey league, I'm going to be a two way center that can be relied on both ends. So, I mean, that's definitely the biggest part of my game I'm working on. It's just defensive zone, being a 200 foot player and being relied on in every situation. So, and as far as transition, I think that's uh, definitely one of my better assets is playing hockey, playing fast and transition. And, um, I'm trying to get a little better, even in the offensive zone. That way we pin them in, and I'll probably end up getting a few more points if I'm playing more in the offensive zone. So, How has the coronavirus impacted your draft preparation? Uh, I mean, obviously it's been tough on me just for the fact of – I did, uh, like a combine would have been huge for me. I'm a pretty mm-hmm. good athlete. I can run. I can jump. I'm pretty strong. So, I mean, that would be a huge thing for me to help my draft stock. But with it most likely not going to happen or probably can – guaranteed not gonna happen anymore that's uh, definitely heartbreaking and uh obviously I think if we went to the combine and I got to talk to teams there they could really sh- I could really show them who I was as a person as a player so it's definitely frustrating but I mean at the end of the day it's a unique situation and this could be the only draft that's like this so I'm kind of just enjoying the situation making the best of it and I mean at the end of the day I'm talking to NHL team so that's kind of been my dream since I was a kid so I'm having fun with it. Are you going to be doing any virtual workouts with those NHL teams soon? Uh, as far, I've done a lot of virtual meetings, but as far as virtual workouts, they haven't asked anything like that. I'm not sure if there's we're even going to do anything like that. So, I mean, as of now, no. But if they're set, set up a camera and show us how you can jump, I mean, that would probably be a good thing for me. So, But I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Now, I don't want to reveal a lot to you because you're a draft prospect and some goalies might take note of this, but uh, what would be your go-to shootout move? I mean, there's not too much to hide. Like, I, I switch it up quite a bit. I mean, when I was a little younger, I wasn't too great at shootouts. So as I've gotten older, I just figured out, like, don't do too much. Whether – see what was open. If it goes, if it goes out far, do a little, little fake and go around him. But you have to get over his pad. And if he's in tight, just shoot it. So, I mean, uh, yeah, nothing nothing too complicated. I'm not really too crazy with shootouts. I'm not Barkov on the, um, on the Panthers. I'm just kind of doing whatever it takes to get the puck in the net. Barkov is insane at shootouts. Like, his conversion rate is off the charts. Yeah, I mean, he's – I've never really practiced shootouts too often, but, so I might practice them a little more in the future. But, uh, yeah, I'm not – when it comes to shootouts, I'm not quite Barkov. I'm just trying to look to get in that. And what would be your uh, favorite chirp to use to get into the opponent's head? Yeah, that's fine. I'm not too much of a chirper. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't like to do it. I like to I feel like when I'm chirping other guys I'm getting out of my game and when I'm playing best it's just thinking about the game so I mean I love being chirp honestly uh I love when guys chirp me and the only thing I usually say I just kind of smile and laugh so that gets that gets in their head and so as far as chirping it's probably just a good smile and laugh and that's about as, as much as I do all right well last question here what advice do you have for aspiring hockey players uh I mean especially for someone like me growing up in Denver or in uh, Elizabeth Colorado a small town I mean I I never thought it was a possibility to even play in the National Hockey League. It was just not something I really thought – I always thought of but didn't think it was going to be a reality. So just keep working, be the best you can be, and just uh, do the work when no one else is watching because uh, there's a lot – especially like right now, I'm kind of working out on my own. No one's watching that, but they'll see the progress during the season. So I'm just trying to do whatever I can and kids should just have fun with hockey because at the end of the day we play the game we love because it's fun so just have fun with it and do the best you can
All right, well, I'd like to thank the 24th ranked draft prospect, Ty Smolanik, for joining me on today's podcast. Thank you again, Ty. Yeah, no problem. Thank you.